笑着。Here we go.、Um, once again, this is、uh, car talk where we talk about cars. False. Well, but that's a more popular podcast than us. So. Oh, we're trying to lose. Okay, I get. We're going to w- listeners that way. Okay. Car okay. talk. What is your favorite car? My favorite car is the car from Cars. Wait, there's lots of cars. <laughs> there are hundreds of cars in Cars. Jeff, my favorite car in Cars is John Ratzenberger. He's a truck, truck, car,、oh, whatever it takes. All guys. I don't see race. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. We are not Cars Talk. Welcome to Toy Story Minute, where we. Watch Toy Story a minute at a time and look at all the things in it. A lot of things. So many things. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And a lot of things happen in this minute, which starts with RC leaving the closet to Woody challenging his opponent. Wow. That's that's how I put it、About、in as, my thoughts. As in depth as I it can get. We already addressed. We have this first like full view of Andy's room,、mm-hmm. which. Leads me to obviously we talked about Bo Peep Sheep on the nightstand that classic episode.、Mm-hmm. Remember, this、classic. is our best of Toy Story Minute. <laughs> Not even five minutes, and we're already doing a best of right here. <laughs> Step right up, folks. Andy has a couple toys that are references.、Mm-hmm. He has a rings that babies have,、mm-hmm. but those rings, the same model is from Tin Toy. Right, and he has a lamp that looks—it's a different color, but it's the same as Luxo, who is in the logo for Pixar. And I think that was the first on top of the eye. Of, yeah, you... the ball, not the eye. That you're thinking—you're thinking like NeverSoft video game logo, not an eyeball. Oh, the eye, letter I, the letter I. Oh, in Luxo Junior, it jumps on a ball, <laughs> and then. And、then the NeverSoft logo, something pierces an eye. Yeah, I thought I was like, no letters, letters, <laughs> no, you're wrong. Toy Story Minute deputy favorite. Yep. On Andy's desk, he has a duck, a rubber duck that moves like it swims on the wood、uh, of the desk. Why does he have a rubber duck in his bedroom? I bet he. Was taking a bath. His mom got him a rubber duck, and he says, "Hey, I bet that I could integrate this rubber duck into my." But he doesn't. World of toys. Well, he doesn't integrate all of his. Well, he, he doesn't integrate. Yeah, he doesn't integrate all of his toys into that one scene that he does. In this scene, we don't use all the actors. No, this is not. A, this is just a pickup shot right here. <laughs> this is this is the B unit. Yeah, filming. <laughs> this is the、uh, the teaser that that has all the big the big players in it, so to speak. That that gets everyone drawn in. <laughs> this, got, this is gonna be. It's got the protagonist, the antagonist, the sidekick. This side is gonna、kick. be in the trailer. The damsel in distress, <laughs> aka the sheep. The sheep or the damsel. <laughs> yup. We also have everyone's favorite unnamed teddy bear with unibrow. <laughs> which I like that it's got a, a unibrow because who would make a teddy bear with a unibrow? Who wouldn't make a teddy bear with a unibrow? That's a good point. Also, which、um, they had plans for Lotso early on, so maybe this is like a proto Lotso hugging bear pre-final draft. We'll、Lotso. get to that rough draft way later. Rough draft like, way way later. Like movies later. Yeah, <laughs> several seasons of Toy Story minutes from now. <laughs> So we have more toys, which means I have to talk more because there's more toys there.、Mm-hmm. We have Mr. Spell. If Mr. Spell, an educational 
thing that taught Andy to read, which is why he makes all his signs and stuff and reads all of his books and stuff, is a toy, then a calculator is a toy. That's my bold hot take. You want to know what my response to that is? Yeah. Who makes the uh, Mr. Spell? Mr. Spell, thank you for that easy segue. It's based on Speak and Spell, made by Texas Instruments. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, Mattel. Oh, I thought that you had sneaked a peek at my notes. Uh-uh. Um, I was thinking, like, Mattel. And oh, you like, were thinking everything Mattel makes is And I was thinking, like, if it's made by Mattel, then by no. general rule it would this be This is made by Texas Instruments. Interesting. makes all your TI... That's what the TI and TI-86 stands for. Right. Have they come out with anything since TI-86? I don't think so. God. Get on the calculator, Game Texas Instruments. What are you doing? For real. You don't even make instruments. I bet you're located in Colorado. (laughs) Somewhere in the southwest still. Somewhere that's not Texas. Texas, nearby Texas. Texas Instruments based in California. Don't even make instruments. And they were founded by a pale Texas, the pale cowboy from Texas. Yep. (laughs) That's where they got the name Texas Instruments. We also have a CNC, which is a toy. I feel like everyone had this. If I didn't have it, I had a friend who had it. Mm -hmm. The thing that spins and... This one is specifically the same one that says the cow says no. Yep. Those are made by Mattel. Okay. Invented in 1965, but the model is in 89. Just more classic stuff you get from the Disney Wiki. Even more than Mr. Spell, why is CNSA a toy toy? Well, you just said it was made by Mattel, so. Well, then why is Mr. Spell a toy? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. it has I some artificial I don't have the answers. Speaking of more toys, did you ever have a snake like the snake? That's mm-hmm. name is Snake in mm-hmm. this? I did. Did you see what is wrong with this snake? It was bending... The wrong way. Up and down instead of side to side. It wouldn't work! Nope. You pick it up and it falls, flops down. Yep. Way to go, Pixar. You've ruined our podcast. We can't finish it anymore. <laughs> because we're thinking about this snake. Then we have the toddle tots again. Love. Jumping. I like that when they jump into the fire truck. The one that jumps in actually falls in upside down. It's fine, though. I mean, they're cool. They make a cool little, like, noise. It's so cool. It's all good. And then we get a classic joke. Picasso. Hey, I'm Picasso. That, that great Don Rickles. That's when we get a new voice actor do as we well, ne- I believe. Do we need to take more notes on Picasso? Do we need to talk about Picasso? He was a painter. He just liked to you do know abs- that. He was just an abstract he, Well, cu- Cubist? Whatever. Cubist. The one thing we didn't research was Picasso. Sorry. Shoot me. That's for, that is for the Picasso Center podcast. The Picasso cast. Picasso. John Luke Picard cast. There we go. Star Trek Minute. We've referenced that a lot for a show I've never listened to. Me I neither. don't really like Star Trek that much, so I never got into it. Mm-mm. I'm sure it's great. Right. We love all our fellow Movies by Minutes we things. Sure do. Go to moviesbyminutes.com today at your local library. As soon as you're done listening to this one. Or take a walk while listening to this on your phone or something. There we go. It's called podcast because of iPods, but no one has an Plug. IPod. Plug for phones. <laughs> <laughs> Plug for library. Libraries. Library. We do have a new voice actor, though. Mr. John Ratzenberger. Classic. Here's the thing. I've always associated John Ratzenberger with Pixar, but he's not, like, from Pixar. He just happens to be in every Pixar they, movie. I think when I was doing my research, I saw this was actually his first Pixar movie, and then... Of I, course it was his first Pixar movie. This is the, the first, first Pixar Well, movie. yeah, but this was his first... But then they were just like, hey, I like this guy. So then... I feel like he must have gotten along really well with the, uh, with the Pixar have. guys. This isn't in any particular order of chronological order. This is just a list that I found of all of his notable Pixar All his Pixar movies. roles. Yeah. It was the Abominable Snowman in Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. 
the school of fish the, that talks to I remember Nemo, that. Or, or not Nemo, to Marlin and Dory yeah. in Finding Nemo. He was the flea that ran the circus in a bug's P.T. life. P.T. Flea! P.T. Flea, baby! Flea. That might be my favorite John Ratzenberger role, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, yeah, that's a good one right there. Actually, it's my second favorite. I take that back. Once you get to it, I'll say my favorite. Okay. He's Mac in Cars. You know that my favorite isn't in Cars. I'm not a big Cars fan. <laughs> that's, that's the next one on my list. Wally. He was some dude named John. That's my favorite role for him. Really? Yeah. His name is John and Wally. He's he's not the captain of the ship. He's the guy that Wally wakes up when he bumps into him. And like, oh, he starts waking up and being like okay. a real person. He's like the first person Wally wakes up. Okay. Wally's my favorite Pixar movie. Okay. And it's also a movie with very few voice actors. Right. So, John Ratzenberger really gets a big role in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was Mustafa. Mustafa. In Ratatouille. Mustafa? Mufasta, Mustafa. Oh, is he one of the cooks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then, he was somebody in Planes. I've never seen Planes. Wait, is Planes a Pixar movie? I thought it was a, a it's, Disney it's sequel a spin, to a Pixar movie. It's a spin-off. I, I don't know if it's Pixar, but I figured it's basically a But he was still spin-off. in it. It's a spin-off of Cars. Spin like a propeller on off. a... Yeah. And then he was also uh, in Inside Out. I have to admit, I've never seen Inside Out. Okay. He doesn't, he? Have a, he doesn't have a big role in Inside Out. Was but... he in Up? I yes, like he was. He was the, I don't remember. He was, was he, he a dog? Was, no, he was one of the construction guys. <gasps> the, main, the construction guy who comes. Oh, yeah, man, I'm so he, excited yeah, about he's this. the one who gives, who gives Mr. Fredrickson the. Um, like the notice? The thing in the. Um, what's it called? The uh, megaphone. The megaphone. Yeah, and then he says. Take a bath, you hippie, and then he's like, "I am not with him." <laughs> I think Classic. that's I think that's him oh, too. Oh man, I only know of one role of John Ratzenberger that's not a Pixar movie. Okay, uh, which is he was Cliff Clavin in Cheers. Yeah. Oh, I did have that too. Which I never watched Cheers. I didn't. But either. I know about Cliff Clavin. Yeah, he's like a smart Alec, right? Yeah, a little bit. And I feel like him. His character definitely, definitely based on him. Yeah, especially in the second movie, he mm-hmm. is very like know it all. He gets he gets a little bit more character, I think, in the second one. Then I'd like to think that the people in Pixar were just big fans of Cheers and were like, "Let's make Cliff Clavin a piggy bank for some reason," <laughs> even though it's not really a toy. It yeah. Sorry, that, I really <laughs> that does work though for the very next thing said after. Hey, look, I'm Picasso. I don't get it. I don't get it. You, you uncultured swine. swine. I love that because it's perfect. He is a swine. He is swine. Oh man, literally swine. But you think that Ham, being such a know-it-all, would actually know what Picasso is? Right. He knows a lot of stuff. I'm sure he's just being condescending. That's probably to it. Don Rickles. I didn't to Don Rickles, not to <laughs> not Mr. Potato, not to Mr. Potato Head, to Don Rickles. Okay. That's not that's not Mr. Potato Head and uh, Ham having a conversation. That is Don Rickles talking with John Ratzenberger. You think they put them both in a reporting booth? Because usually they're kind of they just they're like for this exchange. This I just want you guys to be talking to each other real quick <laughs> for this throwaway. Just kind of haha, that's funny. Actually, line. not even in the script. They just got them while they were hanging out in the Pixar <laughs> Studios. And he's they're they're painting you. They're each painting, and he says, "Look, I'm Picasso." And he says, "I don't get it." You uncultured swine. And then they're like, we have to make him into a Mr. Potato Head so we can make him a <laughs> That's when they decided to make Don Rickles Mr. Potato Head. And then he does the the hockey puck joke. Is that just like a Don Rickles catchphrase? I'm sure what, that's what just is... Don Rickles being Don Rickles. I, I heard it was a catchphrase, but I don't get how calling someone a hockey puck is a catchphrase. Right. I need to look up 
Look at some Don Rickles stand-up. Also, can we talk about how pointless of a toy? A hockey puck with arms and legs. First of all, it cannot function as a hockey puck. Second of all, how does it function as a toy when it doesn't have a face? It also, yeah, it doesn't have any really... It makes, like, a noise, kind of. Like, a little squeak. But, like, is it from, like, some franchise or something about living hockey puck? Like, what is the point of that toy? I don't understand. This is where minute five of Toy Story is where my tolerance for what is and is not a toy is stretched to its limit. Come on. A hockey puck with hands and feet? Who made that? What? What? Who is responsible? Oh, I couldn't find any information on him because he's literally just in that one scene. He's just a one note. He doesn't deserve to be in any other scene. Just for Don Rickles to say his thing, I guess. Yeah, hockey puck. That was a better Don Rickles impression than your last one. Yeah, thank you. Speaking of toys, though, we have some more. We have Mr. Mike. There are a lot of toys just named Mr. Something. Mr. Mm-hmm. Spell, Mr. Shark, Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Mike. And he's, I love him because Goofy Smile, <laughs> I feel like one of the best toys to get a kid is a, is like a tape recorder. Right. Back then, tape recorder, now it'd be like a digital recorder. Because right. like, I love doing that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a coincidence that we're saying we love recording things and distributing Whilst them. being recorded. Because, yeah. with, with the intent to distribute. Podcast. Mr. Mike is based on the Play School Rocking Robot, which I could not find anything about. But apparently, it's... it was a recording robot that looked like Mr. Mike. Okay. I just really love his goofy smile. And that his eyes are like the tape deck reveal. Right. It's so cool. It's perfect. Then we have Sarge. Before you get to the very prominent voice actor, the Green Army Men were invented in 1938. And a thing I found out about the Green Army Men, because they've always been in production because they're super cheap toys that like mm-hmm. everyone like, it's always cool. like kind of Always fun them. to play with an army guy. It's ages three and up, obviously, because they're very Jumping tiny. hazard. But when they made Toy Story tie-in army guys, none of them had weapons. They just had, there was a binocular and, like, a radio guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, a mine detection dude. Mm-hmm. Minesweeper, yeah. Minesweeper? Mine like the game? Like the game that my know. dad used to play all the time on computer? I don't know computer? if that's what it's called, but... I'm very bad That's what I'm going to call it. Same. Who is the voice of Sarge, Jeff? Mr. R. Lee Ermy. Do you know what the R stands for? I, I couldn't Did find it. Did he make that up? He I made know. up the R, right? Must have. Must have. He's Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, yep. A um, movie that I have also never seen. Right. Have you? No, but... Jeff, we need to see movies I know, we that are Toy movies, Story. But when I was scrolling through, I just went on his IMDb page and just kind of scrolled through all of his... Uh, Roles. All of his roles. He's, now, about 90% of them were, like, police captain. He's just good at Army yelling. guy. Yeah. He Anything that needed a army drum. guy, right? What? Like, wasn't he really in the army before I think he was so, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I did read that. Because I know, the only other role I know him of is in Don't Get Married to That Lady movie with Jack Black, early Jack Black in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Let's save the guy from getting married. It was, like, kind of a stoner movie. Oh, oh man. shoot! What is that called? Oh man, he's like their gym coach or something. Yeah, and he, this is early '90s. We're just starting to make gay jokes and not really understand how gay people work. And he, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gay." And Jack Black's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gay too." And so they just suddenly get married at the end, even though that was not legal in the '90s. Unfortunately, political hot take right. that everyone agrees with by now. Hold up. I'm on this. You're on this movie? Are you yeah. IMDb-ing Arlie Army right now? I'm IMDb-ing as we speak. I like Arlie Army as the army guy, because army do sounds like army. Fair. <laughs> That's, I think, why he joined the army. 
Oh, I'm sure it's why. Started he, yelling at people. He, I'm sure it's why he joined the army because it was like, hey, this sounds is, close enough, right? This is all secondhand. Like, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think I heard it somewhere that he was a consultant on Full Metal Jacket. He demonstrated how good he was at yelling at soldiers, and they were like, well, then you just do it. We don't need an actor. <laughs> and then he was just like, cool, I'm an actor now. This is the Jeb IMDb Googles. IMDb's. Is that what it's called when you search IMDb-ing? on IMDb-ing? I'm IMDb-ing. This is IMDb-ing cast where we talk about stop something from getting married. Our buddy is married and we don't like it. The super don't get married show. Fight against the marriage forever. The show. The movie, I mean. Uh, saving... Saving Silverman! Saving Silverman, okay. Saving Silverman! I'm sorry. Oh my god. You okay. beat me to it. I need to edit that... Yell because it's the loudest thing that's ever happened. Oh, it gets saving to, oh, Saving Silverman, a really misogynistic movie for anyone who's interested, and also as we said, kind of homophobic in a weird way. Like it's tr- it's it's oh, like it's really two. I was looking in the wrong era. It's early two thousand. It was two thousand. Two thousand one. Wow. This has been a Saving Silverman minute. Yay. Saving Silver Minute. That's what they would have to Saving call it. Saving Silver Minute. I don't think anyone will ever make that. It's a dumb movie. I mean, it's not terrible, but like I said, it's kind right. of misogynistic mm-hmm. and kind of... That kind of homophobia that's like kind of benign, like they just don't understand it yet. Yeah. Kind of like how in the 90s everything was about girl power, but not like feminism. Yeah. It was kind of like, hey, girls can do things, I guess, and we didn't look into feminism anymore and find out about it. This has been today's feminism rant from me. Woo-hoo. We also see Twister as a board game, which has been around since '66 uh, and was called Sex in a Box because <laughs> people, yeah, that's what they called it when they criticized Interesting. it. Interesting. It wasn't marketed as that. Oh, that's what they called it. Like critics of it. it oh, it, it makes sense. Twister. It makes sense. It had a bunch of other names before that. I just didn't look up. We also have, of course, Checkers. Checkers is at least 5,000 years old. Wow. Okay, Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog. Really a pushover, because he's like, I want to play red, and then Woody just starts talking. He's like, nope, I guess you can play red. And Woody's not, yeah, it's, it's like Woody's not Woody's even talking not about even playing checkers. What a pushover. Yeah, he's well. He's kind of a dummy. Yeah, a little bit. He's kind of a dummy, too, he's just he a, He's a pushover sidekick, like... Does whatever Woody wants. Which I guess makes it... He's like a dog. Yeah. He is a man's best friend. He's not a smart dog, but he knows what Roadkill is. Toy Story 2. That's not Mm. this movie, but it's still in the same franchise. This is my bad impression of... Jim Varney. That was a good segue, man. It was. We are podcasting pros now. (laughs) From the famous... Ernest movies. God. Were any of those movies good? In retrospect? I don't think so. I really don't. I remember the one where he goes to jail and gets superpowers from being in the electric chair or something. That one. I also remember the Halloween one. Ernest. Scared stupid. <laughs> he saves Christmas. I remember that one. Yeah. That one, he saves Christmas. Yeah. And it's another of those Christmas movies where like no one believes in Santa despite him objectively existing right. in the movie. So what do the parents think? Who's bringing the toys? Right. That's the thing. And then... Yeah, so we just saved you, the pl- told the, you the plot of three you don't need to watch. movies, so you're you welcome. Don't you don't them. need to watch them. Also, uh, they did an early 90s, I think it was 93, they did a reboot of, it was a movie, not the TV show, the Beverly Hillbillies, and he that was, Jed, he was Jed Clampett. Like the dad in that? Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that's a Jeb Jeb Clamp. Jeb Clamp it. If he was you, because was your me. name is one letter away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have an Amish person name, dude. I sure do. Yeah, here I am using one of them recording devices. Using one of them computationals on the yep. internet. Yep. I'm sorry to all our hillbilly listeners. We're sure that you're not dumb. I guess Question mark. stereotype. That's the stereotype, right? So they're dumb. They're dumb. They're inbreeders. Jeb, why are you slandering our hillbilly listeners? I'm saying stereotypes. I'm not saying I agree with them. <gasps> okay, okay. Hillbilly hater. <clears throat> Jeb the hillbilly hater. That's what they call you yeah. around these parts. Yeah, I've heard that. There's one more, like, toy, 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 which is the roly-poly clown, which never says anything, and I think of Molly's toy, because it's just like a little inflatable thing, kind of. It's like one of those toys that you hit, like a weeble wobble. Except it's a clown. Mules wobble, but they don't fall down. They do not fall down. Unlike the clown, clown rhymes with down. Jeb, are you ready for what's been long anticipated since minute number three, three I think? Two? Three? Three. It's time for Andy's bookshelf time! Yeah, 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 yeah. That was different, that I was think. different. That was more of a yodel. It's fine. We'll get to yodels in Toy Story 2, am I right? Hey. This A thing is becoming It's the thing, it's the thing. So here are some of the great books on Andy's bookshelf. Two that are in-jokes for Pixar. Smurl, Smurl, Twist, and Twirl. Okay. That's a great name. Awesome. I love it. It's named after a, a, one of the modelers for Pixar for the movie named Elliot Smurl. And Smurl is just a really cool last name. Just, yeah. And it's also, there's uh, there's some podcasters I like called Smurl, so I got like a little, a little chuckle out of there. Oh, wow. So... Plug. Plugging podcasters in general. Yeah. Go, go listen to some podcasts, including this one. Hey. Oops, you already are. Nice. Unless you overhear someone listening to this podcast, in which case, ask them <laughs> to put in headphones or listen together around the fire like a family. And connect with each other through this podcast. <laughs> the other book of note for Pixar is Scooter Run, which is just a reference to the fact that Pixar is one of them Google-like companies where they just like mess around all the time. They would have scooter races. I guess that's the whole... Maybe they call it a scooter run. Okay. There are three other books that are named after Pixar shorts, or four other books. The Adventures of Andre and Wally B, Red's Dream, Tin Toy, and Knick Knack. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. And then the last one is just Grimm's Fairy Tales, which is not like a joke. It's just... Grimm's Fairy Tales. It's just a book. The Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. Not not everything has to be... A A joke or a reference to something or... Speaking of reference to something, God, I'm getting tired of all these toys. There's so many introductions in these early minutes. Because Andy's background has ants in in the pants. Did you ever play that game? I want to play that game right now. (laughs) Unlike the game on top of it, Mousetrap, which is a terrible game. Mousetrap sucks. You take forever to set it up, and then, like, you play it, and Not nothing works. It. Not worth it. Ants do pants. Do you remember you flip them up? Like those frogs. Yeah. Except for their ants. Yeah. And their pants. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Ants and pants was invented in 1969. Hey. Nice. That was our token adult joke. <laughs> for this episode. But earlier than that, in 1960, they invented Etch-A-Sketch, which is, in my mind, most notable for being in Raking Bad. They, they use it to make poison. Yeah. Rice and beans. Edge of Sketches are not toys. I mean, they're not... I mean, they are toys, but... Maybe Edge of Sketches are toys. You know what? No. You know I'm gonna die on the hill of Mr. Spell, not on the hill of Edge of Sketch. Mr. Spell is not a toy. Edge of Sketch is a toy. And you can play with it. Which... But that's the end of the minute. They say draw. And we're done with... Minute five. So 
We'll see you guys next week because you're our favorite hockey puck deputies. Yeah, hockey puck. Pica- I don't I don't get it. Picasso. You uncultured swine. Oh, uh, and then at ease, Sergeant. We're just quoting the minute. So that means just we should be done. Clips. That yeah. means we should be done. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Bye.